And the thing about it is everybody has a story. Everybody has a reason or an excuse they can give for why they're losing or why they're not succeeding or why they're not achieving at the level that they know they could. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Quotes, Light, and Motivation Podcast with William H. Please rate and review the show. It helps us grow. You can email the show at quoteslightmotivation at gmail.com. Again, that's quoteslightmotivation at gmail.com. Man, you got to be intentional about winning in your life. You got to be clear about what you want and laser focus on it. And I think one of the important things about being clear about what you want is also understanding why you want it, like the reason why you want it. And I always say that it has to be bigger than money, right? Or bigger than just because you want it, right? There has to be something deeper that's going to push you when things get hard or things get tight, you know, things start looking bad or things start going bad. What's going to keep you going? What's going to keep you in the fight when all those things are going on? Um, but if it's just money, you might give up if it's just money. If it's just about only money and you don't want something um, and you don't want it for a bigger reason, right? If you don't have a bigger reason for wanting it, if your reason isn't um, based in something deeper than money. Uh, but you got to get to the point where it's rare. It's a rare occasion when you lose, you know, and it's all about being serious about your life and about what you want to accomplish in this thing. Uh, because we all, we all, you know, we wake up each day, we get up each day and we have another 24 hours to decide what we want to do and how we want to spend it and what we want to focus on. Uh, and we don't know. It's one of the the uh, things about life. We don't know when this thing is going to be over. You know, uh, we hope that we have more years in front of us than we have behind us, but we don't know that for a fact, right? Uh, so you got to be serious about your life, about where you're spending your time, where you're spending your energy, and what you want out of this life thing, and about winning. Um, you know, winning when things are looking bad, things are looking like you might lose, things are looking like it can all fall down. You got to win anyway. Uh, you got to win when people aren't clapping for you, people aren't, uh, celebrating you, you know, win anyway. And there's a poem by Langston Hughes that I remember hearing when I was a kid, probably in elementary school. Um, but there's a stanza in it that goes like this. Life for me ain't been no crystal stare. It's had tacks in it and splinters and boards torn up and places with no carpet on the floor. 
And that's just the roughness. That's just Langston Hughes talking about the roughness of life, right? Of, you know, not being born with a silver spoon in his mouth, not having things set up the way that they should have been, right? Growing up and, and so forth. And the thing about it is everybody has a story. Everybody has a reason or an excuse they can give for why they're losing or why they're not succeeding or why they're not achieving at the level that they know they could. You know, and if you search hard enough, you can find a reason for yourself um, as to why, you know, you're not achieving the things that you want to achieve and why you're not ascending to the levels you want to ascend to. Uh, it's easy to find an excuse. That's my point. It's easy to find an excuse, but it's hard to win because winning takes discipline. Winning takes focus. Winning takes saying no to things a lot more than you say yes to things. Winning takes separation. Winning, winning may take some, some lonely nights, right? And some hard days. Uh, all those things, all those things are involved in if you really want to win and you really want something. Um, you know, so searching for excuse or, you know, saying life ain't been no crystal stair. Um, I think we all can point at something in our life and say that if we look hard enough um, and some more than others. And that's one of the things that I learned growing up uh, the way that I grew up. My mom would always say someone always got it worse than you, you know, no matter how bad you feel about your situation or what you're going through or how you grew up or, you know, the predicament you found yourself in. There's always someone who got it worse than you and someone who would someone who would love to have the circumstances that you have someone who would love to be at the level you're at. Even if you you're looking at your level and you're looking at your level and negatively and thinking, well, I didn't, I haven't accomplished all these other things I want to accomplish, but there's someone, you know, um, who looks at you and sees and would love to have your circumstances, who looks at you and, and, and would love to be in a situation that you're in the situation you complain about have the problems that you have, you know, be at your level and have the opportunity to uh, make some moves and change some of the circumstances that you complain about. Uh, so perspectives are funny things, man. If we, if we take time long enough to uh, look back and really think about what you've been through and what you come through and where you are today, It'll, it might change a perspective, you know. Um, it's, it's about um, having a grateful heart, but also having an attitude and a posture of a winner. That, so what, I grew up in bad circumstances. So what, I keep failing over and over on my way to this goal. It doesn't matter. Because I will win. And maybe it won't be immediate. It may take me years. But I'm definitely going to win. I'm definitely going to achieve what I want to achieve. And that's something that has to be internal to you. You know, it's, it's something that can't be given out. It's something that you can't impart on other people. You know. Uh, it's, it's a hard lesson in life that you have to learn that 
you can't help others. You can't help people become winners unless they truly, honestly want to win. They got to have the desire down deep, deep down inside them. Have you ever tried to help somebody with something? Somebody asks for your help and then you start helping them. And midway through the help, midway through the process of you helping them, you realize that they're not all in. They're not really pushing as hard for what they say they want as you are for them. And the reality is that they'll never achieve whatever they're trying to achieve unless they have something inside them um, that'll push them, uh, that'll push them towards their goal, right? You can't win for somebody else. You can't want it more than they want it. It's just not going to work out. Even if they do achieve whatever they're pushing for, a lot of times what will happen is they'll mess it up some way. <laughs> they'll find a way to uh, to mess up the situation that they just achieved. You know, it goes back to that upper limit challenge that we talked about before that. They'll level set. They'll get back to the level where they're comfortable. Oh, this is uncomfortable up here. I know I said I wanted this, but I didn't realize all these things were involved with this thing. So let me do something whether consciously or subconsciously, that's going to push me back to a level I'm comfortable at. Uh, so, you know, the will to win, the want to win, it has to be internal to you. And it has to be something deep inside you. And the reason has to be deeper than money. Money alone won't always keep you motivated, as crazy as it sounds. You got to have a bigger view. You got to have a bigger view of why you want something, why you want to achieve something. And, you know, you got to realize that you can't help people become winners unless they want to win. All right, let's get into the positive black story of the week. Carl Weathers, who died in his sleep, on Thursday, February 1st, at the age of 76. Never looked out of place when boxing with Stallone or shooting guns with Schwarzenegger in big blockbuster films. Besides his superhero physique, it all started with his attitude and self-confidence. While white audiences may have been unfamiliar with the former Oakland Raiders linebacker, black audiences knew him well from black exploitation flicks such as Buckstown and Friday Foster and a guest role in Good Times in 1975. Those roles gave him enough self-confidence that he insulted Stallone's acting skills when he auditioned for Rocky and the role of Apollo Creed. Weathers recalled reading through the scenes with Stallone and in his mind being unsuccessful during his tryout for Apollo Creed. He heard a deafening silence from the studio executives in the room and felt awkward I can do a lot better if you got me real actors to work with, he said. Carl Weathers had unknowingly disrespected Rocky himself. That outburst got him the role because Sylvester Stallone believed it exemplified Apollo Creed. That brash moment made Weathers a star. He carried that swagger through the 80s and became an action hero for those who looked more like him than his white counterparts. 40 years ago, White actors dominated the action genre in the 1980s. The characters in these films carried big guns with bigger muscles while illustrating a bigger America that emerged from the 1970s. Carl Weathers stood out while playing characters who went against type. Apollo Creed was not only a boxer, but a savvy business executive. 
He came from meager beginnings, but never let that define him or his journey. Through the character, Weathers grounded a series that grew exponentially when Ronald Reagan was president from 1981 to 1989. Apollo Creed frequently talked about his legacy as a boxer and black man. Jericho Action Jackson was good with guns but preferred his fist or whatever object was handy and boasted a Harvard Law degree. He felt as at ease in a black tie affair as in a loud police precinct. And he cared more about saving the world he knew than the world at large. The Action Jackson film also wrestled with police brutality and law enforcement politics. While the franchise never materialized, Action Jackson was a solid box office hit that proved Weather's star power. So much respect to um, Carl Weathers on his legacy and some of the amazing films that he left us. Um, the reason why I selected this as the Positive Black Story of the Week is because I remember being a kid and seeing, watching Action Jackson, the movie Action Jackson, and being blown away at a black man being the lead, right? The star of the movie. Um, and, you know, in this article, it talks about uh, his attitude and self-confidence. Confidence matters. Being confident in your abilities and confidence in uh, and being confident in what you know and confident in who you are, and then just having a positive attitude. All that stuff matters uh, when it comes to trying new things and doing uncomfortable things and so forth. And his confidence came through in all of the roles that uh, he participated in, all the roles that he was a part of, all these big movies, You know, where we're talk- whether we're talking about Predator or we're talking about Rocky or Action Jackson. His confidence just comes through on the screen. Uh, and it's not something you can manufacture. He has a serious belief in itself, <laughs> you know. Um, and it's, it's, you know, it's good. It's, it was a good thing to see um, back in the day and even today to revisit those films uh, because representation matters. You know, when you're talking about uh, when you're talking about seeing someone that looks like you on screen, on film, you know, speaking with confidence. uh leading discussions, uh, someone who's business-minded on screen, someone who has a Harvard degree on screen. All these things matter. Uh, and I always go back to when I was growing up and the, uh, the amount of time that I spent on college campuses, you know, from an elementary school kid um, up until I graduated high school. I was on college campuses, whether it was Carnegie Mellon, whether it was Pitt. Um, it, it, I was on those campuses doing getting tutoring and walking around the campus and and sitting in the labs and all that stuff. All that stuff matters at the end of the day. You don't think it does, but just by being around um, people who are uh, people that look like you, right? When I was on on Carnegie Mellon's campus in elementary school as a little black boy, being in tutoring with people who look like me, uh, black people who look like me, who were in college, who were excited about, uh, their college experience and, you know, showed us the college experience and talked about the college experience and how much fun they had and where they were from, from all over the country, from New York, from, you know, all these different places that I had never been. And just hearing um, their perspective of what it was like to be black and 
you know, what they wanted to accomplish. All those things matter, <laughs> you know, and I laugh now because it was like I was catching something by osmosis, you know, and that's why your environment matters so much. What you feed yourself, what you put yourself around matters so much uh, because you wind up catching some things by osmosis, meaning just by being around it. You start to pick up certain things. You start to say certain things based on the environment you're around, right? It starts to seep into your pores <laughs> in a good way, you know, if the environment is good. Uh, and so in the same way, when we're talking about these movies where you're seeing um, a black man on screen, confident and leading and speaking brashly, <laughs> you know, talking that talk, all that stuff matters, you know, um, and it, it gives you uh, some hope, something to aspire to that. Yeah, I can grow up. I can do things my way, too. You know, I can be a businessman, too. I can be a college graduate, too. You know, I can start a business as well. All these things matter. Um, you know, so it all goes back into believing in yourself and believing you're going to win no matter how long it takes and having that confidence um, that you're going to figure it out, you know. Um, so, yeah, we salute uh, Carl Weathers and the legacy that he left. And, you know, if you have some time this week, take some time to revisit action jackson the movie i'm gonna take some time and rewatch that movie i haven't seen it in i don't know how many years but it's a classic to me because I, I remember watching it as a kid and how much i loved that thing um so yeah let's get into something motivational or inspirational i saw this week well this past week uh uh the grammys the grammys just took place um, the first weekend in February and one of the things that happened at the Grammys was Killer Mike won the Grammy won, won three Grammys for um, his album Michael uh, which was released last year and what I love so much about the moment is that uh, if you go back and listen to some of his interviews from last year uh, he talked about how he wanted to win the Grammys. He spoke about it, right? And this was before, some of these interviews are before he was even nominated for anything. There was before the nominations even came out. He's talking about um, how he wants to march into the Grammys and march out with a trophy or two. Um, and how, you know, he wasn't going to act like he didn't want it, you know, that he's above it. Um, and that he, you know, act like he's just doing um, his albums for the art. Um, but, you know, he wanted his album, Michael, to be recognized. Um, in some of his interview, he talked about how some of the some of the artists of the past, you know, like Van Gogh, um, how some of them had died unrecognized um, and how he didn't want to die unrecognized. And, you know, and how. He has tried over his 20 year rap career to be humble. And, you know, when he was being humble, he felt like he wasn't getting listened to, <laughs> you know. And he said when he started talking uh, braggadociously and wearing diamonds and things like that, that's when people started to uh, listen, you know. And so the reason why I love the moment so much him winning those Grammys is because 
he spoke about it before it happened, right? He spoke it into existence. That's the one thing I liked about it. The second thing is someone could be, uh, goes back to the will to win, right? That we talked about this whole episode, you know, someone could be doing something for 10, 20 year rap career. We're talking about with Killer Mike. He's a 40, 48 year old man, 20 years he's been rapping, over 20 years probably he's been rapping. And to just win a Grammy on the 20th year, you know, towards the closer towards the end of his career, it means something. You know, it's the will to win, the will to uh, put together the album, which is a great album if you hasn't if you haven't checked it out. To not only put together the album, but also to go to interviews and speak about how great the album is, and you know the want to win a Grammy, the the need to feel like you know to need the need to be recognized, the need to uh, win the Grammys, you know, to not you know act like it's not a big deal, but to be honest and be open about it. Um, there's something about that. There's a there's some something about that spirit of winning, if not giving up, you know. To be doing something for so long, it's easy. It's easy. It's much easier to give up and say, well, you know, my career is what it is. You know, I'm not going to worry about it. I'm not going to worry about putting more art out. You know, I've been doing this for so long. It hasn't been recognized. Um, but for him to um, take the opposite approach, the approach of a winner, and to not quit, but to keep pressing, to have the spirit of a a fighter, someone who's going to keep pressing on and keep going, um, because um, at the end of the day, it's about you. We can talk as much about um, outside circumstances and excuses, but at the end of the day, it's about you and what you believe about yourself and how do you talk to yourself? Do you believe that you're a winner? Do you believe that you're destined for greatness. Do you believe that you can have anything that you focus on? And if you put the effort in, you can really achieve those things. Uh, because life is really a fight against your disbeliefs. And if you can win that fight against your disbeliefs, then you'll be successful. If you can overcome those disbeliefs and start having some self-confidence about yourself and Start believing that anything you want, you can have it and really mean that and really believe that thing about yourself. It'll make a big difference. So if you got nothing else from this podcast, I want you to make sure you get this. Despite the circumstances and obstacles that you're facing, despite the fact that no one's cheering for you, that no one's paying attention to you, that no one's helping you out. Despite all those things, I want you to win anyway. Yeah, have a good week.